0: Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So over the last few days, gosh, almost a week now, I've been talking about the things that I really wish I would have known at 25 that I finally do understand now that I'm 55. Here's what I would love to talk to you about today. The importance... Of keeping the drama in your head and out of your life. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. So I needed my daughter's pediatrician's office to give me an order form for a test that she needs to have done. And it's been almost a week and my understanding when we left the appointment with the doctor was that his assistant, someone in his office, was going to get the paperwork organized and by the end of that day or at the very latest the next day, I would have the order and then either they would make the appointment for me or I could take the reins and make the appointment myself. Well, fast forward a couple of days and I've heard nothing. Now, I have to just be honest with you. I am someone who is very willing to be patient if I'm in a situation where I'm waiting my turn. Not a problem, right? If I'm in a line and I can see that, let's say I'm the eighth person in the line, and even if the line is moving slowly, I have an amazing capacity for patience. However, I have zero patience when I sense that what I'm dealing with is incompetence so here's what started to happen at first I started to think okay well you know if this takes a couple of days maybe there are other patients in front of me who also need this help well after a couple of days that thought was no longer willing to stick and what replaced it was the thought this is ridiculous that office is completely incompetent and nothing is gonna get done unless I put the pressure on. Now, so I start calling. I called, I asked, who do I need to speak to? Um, Can I talk to this person about ordering the test? Well, she's not here today because she works part time. Okay, so when will she be back in the office? Um, She'll be back in the office tomorrow from this time to this time, terrific. Next day, I pick up the phone, I call, leave a message, I don't hear back. The next day, I decide, okay, I'm going to take it one day at a time. If I have not back within 24 hours, next step I'm going to take is I'm going in in person because I have just found that when you are willing to show up in person, it is so much easier to get results. Okay, but circling back to the point of this podcast episode, at 25 years old, I very likely would have left a snarky message. And I would have gone blazing into that office earlier today in a huff, angry, in a full-blown stress stress response, being fueled by the urgency to get it handled. Here's what I did differently now at 55. I was still just as pissed and just as frustrated and just as bitter and resentful that this was becoming something that was difficult rather than something that could be simple, right? All of that was happening in my brain. And I even got on Voxer and I, all the nasty thoughts I was thinking, I blasted out to one of my best friends. And I let myself like really go into the drama there. And I kind of let myself feel a little bit like a victim that I wasn't being helped when I wanted to be helped and I was being overlooked. And I even felt like I was, you know, swooping in in a way to be the mama bear who was rescuing my kid from having to wait. And then of course I tipped into the full persecutor role where I came out swinging, and I was calling the names in my head, and and judging, and you're incompetent, and you're lazy, and oh my gosh, what's happening to our healthcare, and blah, 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 all the things. But here's the difference. All of that happened in my head, and at the very worst, with a trusted confidant, so that When I left the message for the gal yesterday, it was a very assertive message, but it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't unkind or disrespectful. It was very gracious and I was proud of the message I left. And even though I was dreading having to go into that office this morning, by the time I walked into the office, I was very calm and again, very respectful. And when I asked to see the person who was in charge and they told me that she wasn't there. And so instead I said, well, then I would like to speak to the doctor. Well, he's not here. And then I asked, is there someone else here who can help me get this order that my daughter needs? And they told me no. And then I asked, well, where can I leave a message for the doctor? And they told me that would not be possible. I kept it together. I didn't yell, I didn't scream, but I kept challenging what I was being told. I kept asking for what I wanted to have happen. And here's what was really interesting. I left there assuming that I was going to have to wait two days when both of those individuals would be back in the office and go back in again. And I got back in my car, I went to my, you know, favorite coffee place. I got some work done. By the time I got back to my car, because my phone had been on do not disturb, I had two messages from the pediatrician's office. One of them being from the gal that I was waiting to hear from, who was above and beyond very helpful and let me know next steps and how I could come in in person and pick up the form. And then I had the agency back to go and take care of it from there on my own. I don't know to be honest with you, with 100% certainty, can I prove that because I handled it respectfully that it worked out this way? No, I can't. But here's what I can tell you. At the end of the day, I'm proud of how I conducted myself and I knew I was eventually going to get the result that I wanted to get, but I wasn't going to do it in a way that blew shit up along the way or that was disrespectful to others. So I am, I guess, doing this episode today to really encourage you, first of all, to understand the difference between allowing the drama in your brain and being willing to wait and pause long enough to question it before you act out fueled by the urgency caused by the drama in your brain. And I will tell you what I was thinking before I actually walked in that office earlier today was this. I am willing to consider that this person is in fact competent and there is another reason why I've yet to hear from her. I was willing to consider it. I was willing to leave a little bit of space for that potential, right? For that reason. And that wasn't me trying to positive think my way over the top of a stress response or over the top of some really negative emotions, because I will tell you I have felt all the negative emotions in the last few days or the last week. That was just me acknowledging that just because I was thinking it, Just because this drama was playing out in my brain didn't, in fact, mean that it was true. And I was willing to observe it. I was willing to question it. I was willing to feel all of it. But I wasn't going to fly off the handle and make a bigger mess. So get curious, my friend, about when you allow the drama to come out of your head and spill all over your life. What benefit do you get from allowing that to happen? Do you get to blow off steam in the moment? Does it feel like less pressure? Does it help with the physical urgency you feel in your body? And then be very clear about what it is costing you to roll through your life that way. All right, everybody, as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more.